Have you ever had a period in your life where you felt all alone? Have you ever felt that there isn't anyone there for you? Have you felt lost with the feeling of no support and of no one understanding you? We certainly know that during this time of pandemic in our lives that we have been isolated more than ever as a nation from one another. We have been isolated from our community. We have been isolated from our churches. And we have, all, we have lost loved ones and we feel the emptiness and loneliness that comes with our loss. Losing a loved one is especially hard when you are very close and spend the most of your time together. That person that you once went to is no longer there to help you or to encourage you or to bless you or to be there for you, to comfort you, to laugh with you, to encourage you, and the list goes on and on. And I know in my own life, I have had many periods where I have felt alone and I have felt lonely. When you are lonely, you may not want to go anywhere because you don't want to have, you don't have anyone to enjoy the moments with, so why go, is what we might often ask ourselves. You don't have anyone to laugh with, or you don't have anyone that you can interact with. And many times, when we are alone, we want to go into a shell, and we want to hide. And when we do this, we know that our own loneliness is going to increase. Don't get me wrong. We all have times that we like to be alone. We like the time to collect our thoughts, to ponder on something, to work on a project, or to just simply get much needed quiet time with no noise and no interruptions to refresh our minds and our souls. We relish these moments, but before long, we are looking to reconnect with those that we love and care about, aren't we? We do not want to be separated from our loved ones for very long. We look forward to gathering together with our friends and family once again, once we've had this desired moment of loneliness and time alone. But over the past few months, we have been forced to keep distance from people, to not touch one another, to not go and enjoy a nice dinner out with friends and family. We have been pretty much staying at home and avoiding people as much as we possibly can to protect ourselves. And I have to say personally for me, this has been hard. When I meet someone new, I want to go up and greet them. I want to put my hand out and shake their hand. I want them to know that I care and that I want to get to know them. And that handshake is an introduction that has been part of our society for longer than probably I've been alive. We, that's a way of greeting and acknowledging someone. And with friends and family being able to run up and give them a hug and a kiss on the cheek, is something that we look forward to. We love when someone gives us a hug and when someone kisses us on the cheek to acknowledge their love for us. And even with our spouses to protect them, 
we have been keeping our distance, haven't we? We haven't been maybe interacting with a good loving hug or a kiss on the cheek because if, especially if they have an, a weakened immune system where we, we are concerned for them and their health. And that, even that, can cause you to feel some loneliness and separation from your loved ones, can it? You know, I recently lost my dad because of his frail condition, and I could not hug him. And on the last day of seeing him, I could only express my love verbally because I knew he was at high risk and, his, and also because of his health condition and his age. And it hurt that I couldn't embrace him. I could express it with my voice and I could express it by being there, but there's something about that embrace so most of us have felt some moments of loneliness and have felt the emotional impact that comes in these times when the loneliness is prolonged and unwanted. And today, we're going to look at a few causes of loneliness and also some solutions to our loneliness. We all experience loneliness at some point in our lives. Even the Apostle Paul experienced loneliness and had to seek ways to overcome his loneliness as well. I took a moment yesterday and I looked up the definition of the word loneliness and here's what I found. Loneliness is sadness because one has no friends or no company. A time of being unfrequented and remote. Isolation. Cut off from others. Producing a feeling of bleakness or desolation. God did not create us to be alone for long. God created us to be in relationship. We were never created for isolation. We are created to enjoy and thrive in relationships. And when God created man, he also made woman. And why did he say that he made woman? When we go back into the book of Genesis and look at when God created woman, he took the rib from the man's uh, body and he made woman from man. He did that because why? He said it's not good that man be alone. Therefore, he created woman to bring fellowship and relationship for mankind. We look forward to meeting friends and family, and we look forward to connecting with those we love. And don't get me wrong, it is not sinful to feel lonely or disconnected from others. And we will see shortly that the Apostle Paul wrote about being lonely. And we'll find this in 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. It is not sinful, again, to feel lonely. But when you are lonely... It is what you do with it that can bring about sin. When lonely, many people do things they shouldn't do to get the attention that they crave. They may have an affair or go spend money that they don't have to bring them comfort. They may turn to eating too much or to alcohol. 
But there are things that we can do that are positive and helpful to get the fellowship that we need and the love that we need. So let us take a moment and go to 2 Timothy and chapter 4 and beginning in verse 6. I just passed it on the screen, I apologize. 2 Timothy 4 beginning in verse 6. So let us take a look at some of the things that causes loneliness. Paul says this, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight, and I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but to all who have longed for his appearing. Do your best to come to me quickly. For Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. Crescan has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, because he is helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Tychus to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus and Troas, and my scrolls, especially the parchments. Alexander, the, medical, the metal worker, did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. You too should be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message. At my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and he gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles may hear it and I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever, amen. And he goes on with his final greeting, greet Priscilla and Aquila and the household of once for us. Erastus stayed in Corinth and I left Trophimus sick in Miletus. Do your best to get here before winter. Eubulus greets you, and so do Prudence, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers. To Lord, to, the Lord will be with you, and grace be with you. See, in this time, Paul was alone. He was in prison, and he felt that pang of loneliness. And there are some things that cause loneliness, and I'd like to look at those first. And the first one is a change in life. Paul said in his change of life of being in prison, for I am already poured out like a drink offering, and the time has come for my departure. Paul was in the last season in his life, and for him in a dungeon awaiting trial in Rome. And he is asking Timothy to come and visit him. He is asking his loved one, his beloved brother, to come and see him. 
See, transitions between the seasons of life often bring seasons of loneliness. Moving to another school can be lonely. Moving from one home to another or from one country to another can be lonely. Starting college or leaving college after you've been there for a while. The death of a loved one can cause loneliness. I remember in my own life, on June 9th of 1987, I departed Wellsville, Ohio to head to Fort Jackson, South Carolina. I left my family for the first time in my life. I left the only state that I knew for the first time in my life to go serve in the military. And I'll tell you what, what a lonely feeling because it was the first time I ever have been separated from my family. It's the first time I was ever separated from those who loved and cared for me. And I was in the midst of people that I did not know. And even in the midst of all those people, I still felt alone. Because I couldn't care, tell them my struggles and my burdens and my problems. They weren't going to hear me. I was there to be a soldier. And I was there to serve the United States Army. But it was a time that I felt an, un, an enormous amount of loneliness. So much so that I couldn't wait for it to end. Though there were soldiers all around me and I was in the presence of many people, I felt alone because no one really knew me, really knew me. That's why our church family is so important. We often talk about the power of the church. When we feel separated, we have one another that we can connect to. We have one another that we can bring problems to and look, up to, look to each other for encouragement or look to each other for prayer to gain strength. See, God put the Spirit of God in each one of us. And when He put that Spirit in each one of us, it wasn't just for our benefit that He put it there to help us walk through our life, but He put that Spirit in us so when we see someone suffering, we can go to them and we can encourage them. We can provide them comfort. We can pray with them. We can bless them. We can remind them of the hope that they have in Christ. Your God will be my God, and your people, my people. And as the body of Christ, we have one another. We are truly family. And we have the same Heavenly Father. Each one of us have the same Father. No matter where we go in this world, we can meet up with Christians and have fellowship with them as our own brothers and sisters in Christ, and we automatically have connection to them, don't we? And I can tell you, when I became Christian in Fort Hood, Texas, no matter where I went to serve in the military from that day forward, I could quickly make connections with people who understood me and understood my faith and understood the struggles maybe that I'm experiencing and could be there as an encouragement. The church is very powerful and serves God in a mighty way. The church is the arms and feet of God.
when God moves in us, we can accomplish much in this world. We can accomplish much to help someone who is lonely. Another thing that causes loneliness is separation. And this, uh, this uh, second cause of loneliness is very similar to the first one. Because separation from family and friends can cause deep loneliness. Paul in this passage only had Luke with him who was busying and getting the stories for Acts. And Demas has deserted him and was going out into the world. He wasn't focused on serving God any longer, so he wasn't focused on helping Paul. So he departed and left Paul. So that's why Paul wanted Timothy to come quickly, because he knew that Timothy was going to be able to provide him not only the things that he needed and uh, desired to serve God, but also that he was going to be in fellowship with his brother. Communication was a lot tougher then, wasn't it? Because he wanted Timothy to get there when? By, by winter, before winter set in, right? So it wasn't like it was going to be a two-day uh, trek and he was going to be there. It was going to take him a while for the letter has to reach him. Then he has to read the letter. Then he has to make arrangements and be able to get to Paul. But today, we have things like Skype, don't we? And FaceTime. And we can even do things like Facebook Live. There are so many ways to reach out and see our friends and family than we ever had before. It would have been awesome to have some of these technologies when I was in the military to be able to see my friends and my family back home. It would have made my separation a little bit easier. But it is important that we reach out to our loved ones often. Who could you call? Who could you Skype or FaceTime? Who could you visit? When we know others are alone, we should make an effort to reach out to them, to fellowship with them, to be there for them as much as possible. See, we can help others in their loneliness. And another thing that creates loneliness is opposition. And Paul certainly faced opposition, didn't he? I mean, just in this story here, we've read of opposition from Alexander to Medioworker. This may have been the same guy that Paul kicked out of the church in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 20. And it may have even been the same person that he talked about in Acts 19, verse 33, where the Ephesian idol makers were losing business because people were turning to Christ. Being opposed, resisted, misunderstood is a lonely place to be. Jesus told us we are blessed when people insult you, persecute you, and say all kind of false things about you. We are blessed, but that doesn't necessarily take away the loneliness, does it? We can still feel loneliness when we are being blessed. And the temptation that we have is to draw into a shell and put up walls. 
but that only makes us lonelier. So we have transitions between seasons of life, separation, and opposition, all as reasons for loneliness. And here's a fourth reason, rejection. Rejection probably causes the most pain than any other reason of feeling loneliness. It is when you have been betrayed or forsaken or just left in your time of need by those that you are the closest to. And Paul said this about his first trial before Neo. At my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. You can hear the pain Paul is experiencing in these words, can't you? When the going got tough, they left me, Paul said. Nobody spoke up for Paul. Rejection is one of the hardest things to handle. If you were a child who has been bullied at school, or if you have had a spouse, and you have been rejected by that spouse, you understand rejection. And that is why divorce is so painful and why God hates it. It's an abandoning and, a, and forsakening. And I know some have faced having to go through divorce, and some even face it now. And there are many other reasons we have felt rejected, but God created us in His image for relationship and fellowship and friendship. And that's why we need acceptance, love, and communion, and communication. People try to deal with loneliness in so many ways. They withdraw and get depressed. They become a workaholic. They become a shopaholic, trying to buy things to feel better, to feel, fill that empty feeling that they have. They eat stuff to feel better, have an affair so they can get the emotional feelings of love back rather than making love a verb, a word of action. Others turn to self-medicating with alcohol or drugs, or find themselves creating a fantasy world of internet or books or television. They are all poor substitutes and only take us further into loneliness and away from the Lord's will. And unfortunately, we don't have enough time for me to go through some of the remedies of, uh, of loneliness today. So I will pick up the rest of this next week and we'll have a part two of the remedies and ways that we can uh, fill our need of removing loneliness from our lives. Because there are many things that we can do and uh, others can do to help us as well as well. So we can either be one who is able to go out and be there for someone who is lonely, or maybe us as the lonely person have these things that we can do to step out and to be able to accomplish so that we don't have loneliness in our lives. So we all can play a part in removing loneliness from our life for a prolonged period of time. 
So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you again today, Lord, and we just thank you for all that you do for us. And Father, we thank you that you have made ways that we don't have to feel lonely and we don't have to feel suffering in our lives to where we don't have someone there to be there with us and to, and to be a friend and to be a loved one. And Father, when we find ourselves in these times, Lord, we just ask you be with us so that you comfort us, Lord, that you strengthen us. And Father, that you open our eyes to things that we can do to help our, help alleviate these feelings of loneliness, Lord, and also to each one of us who may know someone who's lonely, Lord, that we would find ways to reach out to them and to be there for them and to love them and to demonstrate our love for them. And Father, we just ask all of these things in your gracious and holy name. Amen.